What's going on everybody? Hollywood Cole here with episode two of Smooth Ramblings. Today on Smooth Ramblings, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the Nintendo Switch and some of the news that's uh, come to light here uh, in the recent uh, weeks or two, maybe even longer. Um, but um, kind of some stuff we can expect or we're, we're wanting to see at E3 and some future games for it. Um, on the last episode of the Smooth Ramblings, I kind of just touched on a few things, so I kind of wanted to dive into one subject this time. But I did want to give a shout out to a couple of guys. Um, Battle uh, Battle Toads I talked about on episode one how difficult it was, and I posted about it on um, on uh, Facebook. And this was way back. Let's see how long ago this was that I posted April seventh, so about a month and a half ago. And I haven't given a shout out yet, but I did want to and let them know I'm, I was watching it. Dustin Minkin um, was talking about that he beat Battle Toads after I said it was the most difficult game, and uh, I played it on that U- uh, retro USB where you can put in a cheat code for unlimited lives. And man, I just don't see how anybody could do it. There's the bosses just kept getting dominated. I don't know, have, have any idea how anybody could, uh, could do that without just constant, um, replaying and, um, different memorizations. But Dustin, Dustin Minkin claims him and his cousin, Paul grinded it out, uh, and, uh, used to play it on the weekends or whatnot and, uh, finished the game. Uh, but Bobby Hodge, actually posted a video of him play, a, a, pl- posted a playthrough and I watched it and saw how he handled he posted one with Rash and with um who are the two Rash and uh, Zit Zits and I play, posted the playthrough with both of those and uh, I watched those and um, I saw how he did a lot of the bosses and that's a lot of memorization it was really fun to watch so I appreciate you posting those Bobby and uh, thanks for uh for doing that so I could check that out because I honestly would have not been able to believe without seeing some of these uh, some of these things but anyway so Nintendo Switch okay so for the uh, smooth ramblings today Nintendo Switch so Nintendo has a and by the way we did kind of talk about this on last H&K I'm kind of gonna reiterate on it a little bit uh, I am a Nintendo fan I do uh, love Nintendo products a big fan of the SNES I was playing the SNES Mini today with my son Super Metroid Phenomenal game. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about Nintendo before I just dive into the Switch real quick. Uh, phenomenal game, Super Metroid, and a testament to how good a game that is. I didn't finish that game. I actually I played it maybe one day or so. I rented it and just couldn't get into it when I was when it came out. Uh, and so I so this is a testament to how good that game is and how well it's held up. I played it maybe six years ago and could not turn it off until I finished it. And then I haven't played it since then until recently and turned it on on the SNES Mini and have been loving every minute of it. My son was kind of like, what are you playing this game? It's not that fun to watch. You know, he's six years old, but he has started to enjoy watching it and wants to watch it um, more. Mario RPG, you know, it's kind of the first RPG for uh, uh, with Mario in it. And now we kind of got the Paper Marios and stuff like that. That's kind of spawned off Bowser's Inside Story on the DS, all these type of things. A lot of fun. He like he enjoys watching that game too. But anyway, these games still hold up today with the SNES Mini, um, and we're expecting an N64 Mini, which we will cover on our next episode of H and K. Me and Clear are going to talk about the N64, so I won't uh, I won't uh, get too far into that there. But that is to be expected, and I'm very excited about it for one. But anyway, just uh, Nintendo has always been the king of fun factor for all of these games. 
you know, big AAA titles, Call of Duty and uh, Red Dead Redemption with Rockstar, you know, GTA, these types of things have always been staples of Microsoft and Sony's, but, and they're great games, and, and I mean, it just depends on where you're at and what kind of gamer you are, I guess. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V, to this day, is still having down uh, releasable content for it for free. It is a great game to play. It's like games within a game, you know, the racing on there. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, but uh, Nintendo has just been the king of fun factor. If Nintendo comes out with a new IP, uh, for example, Splatoon, um, you know it's going to be golden. They're actually coming out with a new game. Well, I'll get into that when I start getting in there uh, that I'm looking forward to. So uh, we'll talk about the games for the Switch here in a minute. I do not own a Switch. Uh, the only reason I've been holding off from buying a Switch is just because there's so many great games on these other platforms right now. Or excuse me, these other uh, systems right now that is kind of holding me up for getting one. I don't like to have a lot of games. Somebody posted a meme I thought was pretty funny. It said, uh, if you don't have, uh, what does it say? Um, by the age of 35, you should have way too many games and not enough time to play them all or something like that. A huge collection of games with not enough time to play them all. And that's that's it, man. That is me. Uh, I do not play half the games that I buy. Um, right now I'm playing MLB The Show 17, and it's just one that I picked up on a whim because I wanted to get back into baseball. Um, but anyway, I uh, put God of War on ice, you know, and that's a great game, so i got to get back out there and do that. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I don't have a Nintendo Switch right now. There's so many good games, and seeing these third-party, these indie games coming out that we'll talk about, or that I'll talk about, has really made me want to get a Switch, and what they're doing with the online, I really, really like, and that has uh, that that's a game changer. Uh, it really is. Um, so, what they have said, the Nintendo Switch, their online uh, plan, which is only twenty dollars a month uh, per profile, or you can get a thirty-five dollar a month for family plan to play online, to pay online, to play online, pay to play online. So. Um, $35 for a family plan. That's eight different profiles, and it doesn't have to be on the same Switch. So that's pretty cool. Uh, $35 for eight different people to play uh, the share a subscription, essentially, uh, is a pretty good deal. And $20 for uh, just the initial uh, plan here. I suspect that that is going to go up. Um, because there's only 20 games announced for the uh, Switch Online uh, Nintendo Play uh, right now. But just keep in mind, I'll, I'll go over some of those in a few minutes, but uh, keep in mind, this you starting in September, when this launches, you have to participate in Nintendo's online program in order to start playing Splatoon, uh, Mario Kart, all these games that you play for free online. Uh, you, you know, you have to start paying for their subscription. They never had to offer this before in the past. And ten, uh, the Wii U, you, uh, I own that. You can play right now Splatoon, um, you know, Mario Kart, I'm sure Smash Brothers, whatever, online for free. Um, so they're now doing this to where you have to have this subscription in order to pay uh, play online, which I like. And it's only $20. That's very good. Uh, they're saying it's not going to compete with the PSN and or Microsoft Live. Uh, which I could see that, um, or Xbox Live, uh, I can certainly see that. And I don't think it's trying to. Nintendo has always tried to do their own thing. Uh, but, but you know, it is super convenient. I personally like the Xbox better when it comes to their online thing, but then I do PSN. You push the middle button, I can go to a uh, message a guy 
while I'm in game, it just pops up a menu. I don't have to exit the, you know, you're still in the game when you push the PlayStation button, but it kind of goes out to that side scrolling menu and you got to go to party and you got to, it just seems to take so much longer. It's just not as streamlined as it is on Xbox. These things will probably not exist on the Nintendo uh, online service. Um, no messaging parties. In fact, I think I remember hearing that unless your buddy is playing the same game as you, you can't even message him. Uh, and that kind of brings us into the, uh, well, yeah, that kind of brings us into the uh, other part where there's not going to also be uh, no in-game chat. Uh, there's mixed feelings about this. So no built-in in-game chat on the console. I personally like that uh, because I can let my son and our children play Nintendo without having to worry about somebody saying something inappropriate. And that's what that's Nintendo's family-friendly, uh, you know, kind of image they're trying to put out. And it's gonna and it shows through. You can do an app on your phone, Nintendo app, and uh, talk that way in game. And that's another way to do it. And uh, so I'm I'm glad about that. I mean, you know, I'm not too thrilled about not being able to message a friend and say, hey, you want to come play this or whatever. I guess suppose you could always call them, but if it's just a guy I met online or whatever, you can't do that. You need to message them. I need to know when they're online. I need to know what games they're playing. You know, whatever. Stuff like that. Nintendo's not going to have that. What they will have, however, are the uh, old school NES games. For this $20, you're going to get 20 NES games that are online. That is what is crazy about it. So they're old school. Right now, they've only released the titles for 10 and I'll read them to you. Uh, mostly black black box games. Um, so really old school. Soccer is one. Tennis. Donkey Kong. Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Balloon Fight. Ice Climber. Dr. Mario. The Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Brothers 3. I am not super excited about this lineup. I hope they have a lot better uh, stuff coming out with the next 10 that they uh, are going to announce. Um... I mean, playing tennis online, great. Soccer online, great. Balloon fight and ice climber. I mean, those could be addictive, uh, but they're just they're just really basic, uh, kind of like arcade games, you know. So uh, you can, as I mentioned in the last H uh, and K, for games like Zelda and whatnot, you can switch off virtually to your buddy if you want to watch them play. Uh, that's uh that's kind of cool. Uh, if you're trying to do a speed run or something, you both can uh, share. And I've heard that they're going to have a rewind, a rewind feature. I'm not. Sh I haven't read that anywhere. Just kind of heard that through the grapevine, and I'm excited about that. If that is true, but what I'm really excited about is if they're doing this for the NES for 20 bucks. I am assuming they're going to do it for the SNES as well, and the N64. And that is where I'm really going to enjoy uh, doing that. If they, they're, they're going to raise the price too to 40 bucks. This is my guess and my prediction. They're going to release the super Nintendo versions of games, just like they had on the virtual console and the N64. And you're going to be able to play those online. So can you imagine Mario Kart four online? Uh, and I hope it's a cent, uh, center screen. Certainly it's, you know, it should be, I don't know why it wouldn't, you know, that's, that's kind of a, something to think about. Is it going to be a split screen of four? Probably not. Obviously, modern games don't do that, but how, whoever Nintendo is going to do that, maybe that's part of the game. Mario Kart, you want to try to, to see where they are on the track. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe not. I hope they don't. But Mario Kart 64, Wave Race, uh, wow. These games, Killer Instinct, Gold, these, are, these would be awesome games to play online and just 
just take that. And it's just a game changer. It takes it to the next level for me. I really, really like that. Um, and I will happily pay $50, $60 a year uh, to play those games. Let's see here. A Nintendo Switch cloud service you also get. Um, so what that means is you can just save your profile, save certain characters to the cloud, and, and, and pick up and play them if you go to a different Switch. So first of all, when the Switch was released as a mobile that's kind of a hybrid mobile or console. I didn't see the big deal. I really didn't. I didn't know there was a demand for that. I mean, obviously, if you could play your console-based games on the go, that's great. But, you know, the, the Switch was never really like a small Game Boy. You just kind of throw in your backpack. I mean, like you can uh, or throw in your pocket or something and, and run around with it. But it is obviously uh, popular, and it obviously struck uh, the right chords there. I was at the airport last week or so. And uh, I saw two guys, uh, they had the uh, Switch propped up on a backpack and they're just playing, waiting for their flight. You know, two, everyone had a controller. I have no idea what game they were playing. I didn't see, but it would certainly be cool if you saved your data to the cloud and you're at the airport, say on a business trip or something. And you're like, hey, hey you, got a, you got a Switch? Cool. What game are you playing? Oh, Super Smash Brothers. Hey, I got a profile saved. Let me, uh, let me grab it. And then you just play right there in the airport while you're waiting, you know, an hour or two for your flight. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool thing you can have there. Uh, another thing that's kind of been on the news is Virtual Console uh, is not going to be included in the Switch, which that is, I mean, okay, great. The name, some people are saying, you know, it's just the name Virtual Console, which that's all it is. If you go to the Wii U and the Wii, there's a Virtual Console. DS uh, has a Virtual Console too, uh, where you can download games and play them, but it's just not called Virtual Console. Everybody's making a big deal out about deal about this. Who cares? It's the same thing. You're still getting NES games. You're still getting whatever. It's just not called Virtual Console. No big deal. I don't know what the big deal about it is, personally. Um, so anyway, there's some great games coming out for the uh, Switch. And some great games out now. I personally have uh, kind of debated which games I would buy if I would just kind of splurge when I get the Switch and just kind of go all in. And I would like to get uh, the Mario Odyssey, of course. I got Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, and if you haven't played that game, uh, you really are missing out. If you enjoyed the very first Zelda, uh, just the exploration where you can kind of go anywhere, Breath of the Wild is just like that. And it really is what uh, Miyamoto was saying on the demo. If you can see it, you can go to it. Um, that, so, yeah, you definitely need to check that game out if you have not already. I probably will not get that on the Switch again. I got it on the Wii U. It's fun. I mean, I haven't gone back and played it again, and that's kind of a telltale sign to me. I enjoyed it the first time through. I really did. And, and really what I kind of based that on is, obviously, if I think I enjoyed it, but if I you know, want it to be fun, but I'm just not sitting down playing with it, playing it like God of War. Uh, I'm playing MLB and God of War is a great game and you can turn it on and then you'll get addicted to it and you'll want to keep going But breath of the wild was one of those where you think about it, you know all day Oh, I want to play this game when I get home um, And I didn't have to turn it on and kind of start getting immersed and then kind of get immersed in it I was already immersed in it even when the game was off and that's really the t uh, the trait the uh, you know the the big thing for the uh, what makes that's really the sign you're looking for for a great game um that being said, my Zelda, my favorite Zelda, is usually, uh, I always kind of say, linked to the past. I've gone back and played it several times, but not as much as I've gone back and played the original. So I guess you got to say the original Zelda is probably one of my, my favorite ones, probably the best one. I know a lot of people say, that, oh, it's not as good as the very first one and, you know, that kind of stuff. But 
you know, I don't know. I still love A Link to the Past. That's probably, I'm still going to say that's my favorite one of it. If you go by play-wise, it's going to be the original Zelda. I did not get into, I, I got to say, well, no, I'll save that for the N64 episode. I was going to talk about Ocarina of Time. I'll save it for the N64 episode. Um, so anyway, back to the Switch. Uh, Mario Odyssey, I would definitely get. I want to play the Mario versus Rabbids uh, game. It's like a strategy game. And it's kind of under the radar a little bit. Uh, people like it that play it. I've never heard anything bad about it. But it's really not doesn't pop up as like a you know a classic one to own just because it's not it's never been you know one like it it's original one for the Switch. Uh, Bomberman didn't get good reviews, but I would consider buying Bomberman. Um, also, Dragon Quest Builders that's that's on multiple systems, uh, but um, I really enjoy Minecraft. This seems to have a little bit more of an RPG element where you have to fight off a lot of monsters, and I see the numbers fly off of them when I, when when on the on the uh, trailers. When the guy hits a monster, the numbers pop up. So now you got to that to me shows me their stats in the game. You know, says different armor, different weapons. Uh, you can level up certain aspects of your character, and that's always fun. That's something you can't really do with Minecraft. You can get better armor. You can, um, yeah, you can enchant it, uh, stuff like that. But you really just don't have a stat-based thing. And I don't know if Dragon Quest uh, Builders has that or not. Um, but it does give me something else to do. Um, Minecraft, you know, I'm playing on survival now. We've, we've created a whole world, uh, me and a revelation. If you've heard the, uh, Halo three, uh, that revelation, uh, call them rev, uh, on the game, uh, did a creative mode Minecraft and we really built up a great world and one day we'll, we'll stream it for you. But knowing that that's out there, sometimes it's hard to play survival because you can kind of go, man, if I just switch it over to creative, I can I can roll with it a lot easier. I'm hoping Dragon Quest Builders doesn't have that so it forces you to, if you see something built, you know it was built, you know, the hard way, so to speak. Um, but anyway, that's one I would definitely own on the Switch. Um, hmm, offhand, maybe the Street Fighter because of the way that me and Coach were talking about Street Fighter and... Um, it just seems pretty cool. I mean, I'm assuming you can play it online, and uh, that's always a lot of fun. Fighting games, you know, if you're just doing one player, they don't, they just have a very limited appeal. You're kind of going to play through the story, and you beat beat the dog out of the computer, and then it's like, okay, great, how good, really good am I if you don't have any any of your bros playing with you? But um, it looks pretty cool. You could probably play it online, like I said. I know the old school ones you could. Or not old school ones, but the, you know, the ones on the PlayStation and whatnot you can play online. So I don't know why the Switch would not let you to do that. All right, what do we think is going to uh, come out here at E3? Um, so there's a few uh, predictions. Everybody's excited about Metroid Prime 4. And I just got finished talking about the Super Metroid. That I really enjoy playing, and I did play Metroid Prime One on the uh, what was it on GameCube? Played that and uh, really enjoyed that one, and I have it. I played on my Wii um, with the GameCube controller, but I now have the Metroid Prime Trilogy, and I haven't with the Wii. Uh, it's for the Wii, and so you can use a little controller to point uh, your blaster or whatever. I haven't done that yet. That one game kind of went up in value a little bit just because the novelty of being able to control with the um, the pointer instead of just with the crosshairs, kind of just normally. But um, I really enjoy the exploration there. It's just still a Metro, it's a 3D Metroidvania game, you know. So uh, a lot of find uh, new items so you can access new areas. And then once you get to that new area, you're all pumped up about oh, what am I going to find here? What item am I going to find here? A lot of fun. 
that one is obviously going to be a good one. They, had, they didn't have a Metroid Prime for uh, the Wii U, so we're looking forward to one here on the Switch. Uh, the new Monster Hunter is coming out uh, also in August. That's the one that was released for the 3DS. And Monster Hunter, I'm really enjoying. I like the crew that we run with on there, and that's kind of where the fun's at at this point. Once you get to a certain level and you get all your gear, and I feel like my guy's pretty much maxed out, you can learn a new weapon or try to get you know fastest times. And it really is kind of uh, the good Monster Hunters, and hopefully we can get Max and these guys on here to talk about this a little bit more in depth because I'm certainly not an expert over of it. But um, when you go hunt a particular monster and you're trying to get time you really have to figure out what he's weak to his attacks we you know what defenses do you need to raise up what uh offensive offenses you know any elements uh that you need to equip on your weapons is speed more important uh and strength is the monster slow is he big you know what's his movement stuff like that that you really have to take into consideration and that's where people get addicted to it um i haven't played it in a while that the the raid was really fun I wanted to get a uh, Rarity 8 Insect Glaive, and I did, but it didn't beat the one that I had already, so I kind of lost interest there. Uh, but if some buddies are on, I'll certainly get on there and play. Certainly help them out if I can. Uh, but so the next Monster Hunter, I'm just, the point is, the next Monster Hunter, I just wonder how uh, it's going to compare to the new one. I know it's probably not going to be as friendly, as gamer friendly. Because it came out before Monster Hunter, uh, whatever the one we're playing at, Monster Hunter World. And Monster Hunter World is supposed to be pretty uh, gamer-friendly, pretty uh, player-friendly for uh, for the noobs out there that are trying to learn it. And um, and even, you know, I played the one on uh, Wii U, and it was, it was tough. If you don't know what you're doing, um, you have to do a lot, watch a lot of YouTube videos. To finally figure it out, Monster Hunter 4 is a lot more, or Monster Hunter World is a lot more friendly, uh, a lot friendlier on that front, which I uh, appreciate. So, uh, Bayonetta 3, that's one of the games I have not played, actually, on, I just bought the Bayonetta that came with Bayonetta 1 for the Wii U, I have not played it. Bayonetta 2 came out for the Switch as well, another re-release game, which is what Switch is doing a lot of, uh, releasing a lot of the Wii U games on the Switch, and understandably so. They did not get the fanfare uh, that they should have um, because just so few consoles were sold. And uh, it's blowing it out of the water here. I think this the Wii U sold 15 million total. And I don't even know what the Wii U sales are. Let me look it up. So, okay, I'm just looking up on Nintendo's website here. The Wii U sold 13.56 million units. Um, and the Nintendo Switch has already passed that. This is only current as of March uh, 31st, so it's a couple months behind. And especially since it's announced the, uh, they've announced the uh, online offerings, I'm sure it shot up because I'm one of those ones that that pushed over the edge. But here it has 17.79 million units. I thought it was a lot higher than that. But anyway, it has surpassed the Wii U already and continues to grow. Shows no signs of actually stopping and slowing down. Uh, so, uh, Fire Emblems, another one um, for the Switch that's coming out. A new Fire Emblem. That's a strategy game. And I got to tell you, uh, playing some of these old Sega games on um, the Xbox 360, like Shining Force 2, 
It's that kind of it's the exact kind of thing as firing them as far as I know. It was a lot of fun and super addicting. And I, you know, again, it's when you play those old sixteen bit games currently, you know, like now, and they hold up and they they kind of hook you in. Man, what a testament to how good these games are. Uh, so Fire Emblem is always one that I've been wanting to try, and I'm certainly going to get that for the Switch when it comes out. They do have the Fire Emblem um, Warriors, I think that's what it's called. It's kind of more of like a uh, like the Hyrule Warriors, um, Dynasty Warriors type thing where they run around and, and beat them up. And uh, the, the uh, Hyrule Warriors is actually very, very fun. I wasn't a huge fan of Dynasty Warriors. I got it on the PS2. Just kind of the one of the first games I got, and it was just kind of cool to have that much action on the game. But the of course Nintendo took the that formula and made it three times better with the uh, Zelda skins. <laughs> so it's a great game. That is a fun game uh, to play. I recommend that one if you do not have it, uh, the Hyrule Warriors. But um, but anyway, Fire Emblem's kind of the same way on that one. I haven't played that one, so I can't really uh, the the Fire Emblem Emblem Warrior. Uh, I don't think it's called Warrior, but uh, sorry if I'm messing that up. But this new Fire Emblem that is to come is going to go back to the uh, to the uh, strategy turn-based um, kind of overhead. You got your little troops, you're moving them around. A lot of fun um, those type of games are, and they're always expensive. I don't know why. Uh, the GameCube version is over a hundred dollars. As at the Path of Radiance, I can't remember. There's uh, there's a Wii U and a GameCube version. One is Awakening, I think, and one's Path of Radiance. Either way, the GameCube version is over a hundred dollars, and the Wii version, uh, it's at GameStop now. At the GameStop where I always go, and it's still there, pre-owned. I just don't like the way the case is. It's kind of ratty, so I don't want to buy it for my collection. But it's over sixty something dollars. It's like sixty three dollars, and going on eBay, it's going anywhere from sixty or seventy dollars. These games, for whatever reason, are expensive, so um, something worth collecting. Um, and One of my personal uh, games that I'm looking forward to on the uh, Switch is Octopath Traveler, and that comes out July 13th this year, so it's right around the corner, and it is an old-school-looking 16-bit uh, with all the modern things to make it more fun. I'll, I'm hoping they took... It's a Square Enix game. There you go. You already won. Um so it's already uh, it's coming out uh, in July, and it's going to have that old school feel of the old Final Fantasies. It even kind of looks like a Final Fantasy three to some degree, like a super modern one. Uh, just really just the pixels, the sprites. Oh man, I'm super excited about that when I saw that game uh, being announced maybe a month or two ago, and that really hooked me in for a Switch two before I knew about the online play. And so that's that's a testament to that game for me. Uh, one of their IPs are coming out with now a new one called Sushi Striker, and it sounds stupid, and it even looks stupid, but it's a puzzle game, and it's uh, it's one you can play online against other people, and it's made and you know published by Nintendo, and if it's a new IP, it's gonna be awesome, and I'm actually the more I kind of look at this game and figure this out, it looks like a lot of fun, especially if it's gonna be online, so. Um, a puzzle game that you play against other people, man, that's going to be probably pretty fun. Uh, I will be getting that one as well. Um, so just look into that one if you're interested interested in that one. It's called uh, Sushi Striker. Um, mm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that game's going to be, but it'll probably be good. It'll probably be gold if Nintendo did it. All right, and another one that we are looking forward to on for uh, 
E3. They're expecting an announcement for Super Smash Bros. Now, all we know about Super Smash Bros. is that it showed a trailer um, of no gameplay, just kind of Mario and then one of the Splatoons, the Inklings, uh, kind of facing off, like they're getting ready to face off. And that's all we know about it. Everybody suspects, oh, it's almost done. It must be pretty far into development, almost done if they're going to re announce a releasement. Here's my prediction. I'm thinking it's just going to be the Wii U version. I hate to say that. I think it's just going to be the Wii U version. What, that, that game is... I hadn't played it. I'm not a Smash Brothers fan. Uh, nothing against the game. I don't think there's anything wrong with the game. I just never really could get into it. People love it. People love the N64 version. But, um, again, Nintendo... They're re-releasing all these Wii U games. You know, uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Mario Kart 8 is the exact same thing. Hyrule Warriors we just talked about. Um, I mean, dude, I can name... I could probably name a lot more if I just sit here and thought about it for a minute, but they're just re-releasing all the other other games here, and um, just for everybody to experience them. And, I, and again, I, I get it, you know, and they should because it's a lot of good uh, stuff there on the Wii U, and people need to experience that. I'm just waiting for Mario 3D World to come out, but I'm st I think that the Super Smash Brothers, I just don't see them. The Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U is not that old. Um, a year and a half old, maybe, maybe two. Are they going to develop a whole new Smash Brothers uh, for the Switch when they decided they were going to release a Switch? And, you know, they knew they were going to release a Switch two years ago. So, all right, so I went back and looked at the release date uh, for Smash Brothers during editing, and it actually came out September 13th, 2014. So it is a four and a half or three and a half year old game, but I still hold true to my prediction. I, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be the same one. If not, it might have like all the ultimate. Oh, it's got all the downloadable content. A few new switches or a few new changes, kind of like Splatoon 2, which, you know, I'm sorry if I, if you're a Splatoon 2 fan. Um, I haven't played it, but what I know about it, it looks and the feel is almost exactly the same. Mario Kart Deluxe 8, obviously it's the same. There's no, there's, it doesn't try to hide it. It's just uh, the, the game that has all of the newer stuff on it. So, um, anyway, so that's what I think is going to happen with Super Smash Bros. But regardless, Nintendo is crushing it with the Switch. And I am super happy about that. Um, and I'm going to end up getting one probably in the next month. Clearfire has bought a Switch. He went ahead and bought one. He sent me uh, pictures of the uh, Mega Man that he's playing. Um, which, okay, I can get on this whole other topic here about Mega Man. And I'm going to. Mega Man is released... It, the, the, the card itself is so small. I mean, I don't know how much, 300 megabytes or something. I don't know. Maybe just talking nonsense. But it's not that much. And you get the Mega Man 1 and 2. It's all the old school Mega Mans, uh, like 1 through 6 on the on Legacy 1. They, these, are, these games already exist on the uh, PlayStation 2 as well. Um, PlayStation as well, not the PlayStation 2, but the PlayStation as well. So the Legacy Collection, Legacy 2. Legacy 2 is the Super Nintendo versions, uh, and, and the PlayStation versions, I think, 7, 8, I don't know. I can't remember, but it's one of those. It's, the more, it's like four games, the Super Nintendo and PlayStation version. But that's a digital download. Why are you doing that? Why do, not, why do you not put that on the disc or on the little card? Do not do a digital download. Minecraft, I, I posted about this on uh, Twitter. Minecraft 
used to sell a hard case for the PlayStation Vita. I mean, I guess it still does. A hard case, and you open it up, and it's a download code. That's borderline like fraud right there. <laughs> That's deceit. I mean, it says it on the box on the outside. I guess if you read the fine print, downloadable code inside. But who buys a hardcover case for a downloadable code? They're trying to push this digital download in our face, and it's just like how they do movies. You know, the Avengers uh, Infinity War, okay? It'll be, I don't know what the timeline is, but it'll be released two, two months, two or three months before it's available to rent, but only for to buy digitally. You're trying to force people that can't wait to buy it digitally so you can artificially pump up these digital download numbers and say, oh, this is the future. And it's not. Gamers, hardcore gamers, I feel, like to collect. There are a lot that download, and there's nothing wrong with downloading. Uh, it's a lot more convenient when you can just turn on your PlayStation or whatever and play the game without having to get up, take a disc out, and all this. And a lot of the modern games like PlayStation 4, you're downloading it anyway. Pretty much the whole game onto your PlayStation 4, you just got the disc put in there to start the download. Uh, just because of the, the level of, and the amount of content on a disc, it has to have that download. Um, but... Nintendo's doesn't have to do that. The Legacy Collection for the uh, PlayStation 4 is on a disc. Put it on a disc. Put it on a little card. Let us have the game. We just want to, you know, software is download. I, I hate that. Um, you know, I don't know, whatever. But uh, I guess it saves, you know, I don't know how much disc space. I think it's like 50 gigs or so that the Switch has. So you're just chewing into that. Um, not as bad as the PS4 where you can only do at least the original with the 500 gig that I have. You can get like eight games on there before you have to start deleting them. I had to, had to delete the, the Witcher 3 yesterday, which just like crushed me. Like, oh my gosh, I hadn't played Witcher in years, but I like to know that I can whenever I want. It's a great game. You know, that's, I don't know why they just didn't put it on a little card. So they should have just done that, I think. Uh, they're coming out with a Mega Man X collection next. Which is cool for Switch owners, but I got a Mega Man X collection collection from a PS2. This game came out for Xbox, PS2, and for GameCube back in the day. The PS2 version, I think, is the cheapest one. Maybe the Xbox. I think the PS2 version was twenty bucks, and it has all the Mega Man X games, one through uh, seven or eight, I think. It has all of them that were released. So. Um, there you go. You can have it now if you want. But if you just want to play it on Switch, be able to play it on the go. And I'm sure Nintendo's going to add a few little achievements and stuff in there. Um, you know, you're welcome to it. And I'm sure it'll be great. But anyway, I decided to get on this little uh, rant about the digital downloads. Because I think it's artificially pumped up. There's a lot of people invested in these digital downloads. And they want it to be that way. Um, because it's cheaper for them. Because they don't have to distribute a game. They can just have a, a digital download. And you would think it would be cheaper because they, they get rid of all the, just the simple, you know, cost of making a case. And don't say the cases are not that big a deal because they dang sure got rid of the instruction manuals uh, to save money. So having all that plastic would have to cost a little bit more. Um, I guess if you had to print the instruction manual and blah, 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 maybe a little bit more. But, um, but anyway, uh, if it's going to go digital and you really want to get people in the digital, drop the price five bucks you know then people will start buying digital instead of uh it's just more uh viable and they could they could do that instead of buying the actual uh disc and i know there's a lot of people that aren't collectors that just want the next best thing so as soon as ps5 comes out they'll trade in all their ps4 stuff all their games and get the ps5 
with all that credit and then just keep moving along with the systems and there's that's perfectly fine too. I have nothing against that. I'm more of a collector. I like to keep my stuff because there's so many times where I've gone back. That's one of my holdups for the Wii. I want to trade in or the uh excuse me, not the Wii, the Switch. I'm thinking about selling all my Xbox stuff, all the games. I got a ton of games to get the money, then buy the Switch. Uh and it would solve two problems, kind of thin out my game library a little bit and essentially make the switch free, I would hope, or take a lot off of it. Um, so I don't know. Either way, I'm going to end up getting a switch and, uh, I look forward to, uh, talking to you about my experience with that. And I'm sure that clear fire in me will eventually do a full up, uh, review or a full up, uh, retrospective of this switch life at some point. But uh, until then, all we can do is speculate how good it is going to be with this new online service. And since Nintendo's put its stamp on it, I'm sure it'll be golden. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to this uh, smooth ramblings. We're going to get back with you guys next week with a new H&K. Anyway, until then, take care.